The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. I'm Olivia Kui. I'm Hayrianto Diman, and you can subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode. The Land Transport Authority said that those linked to the bus interchanges clusters have only shown mild or no COVID-19 symptoms. And all detected cases so far have been confined to workers and some household members. So to reduce the likelihood of further transmissions, safe management measures will be enhanced, like segregating staff resting and dining areas at interchanges, as well as setting up physical separators at designated smoking areas. For a closer look, Associate Professor Alex Cook, Vice Dean of Research at the Sauce Hawk School of Public Health, joins us now. Welcome back to the show, Professor. The environment at a bus interchange, how the drivers can be at several of them a day and their contact with passengers, though may be transient. Given these factors, uh, Prof, how big could the clusters grow? Could we see something similar to the KTV cluster? Um, I think it's true, yes. Bus, bus drivers are frontline workers. They themselves are exposed to quite a large number of people. And at the interchanges, they interact with other bus drivers who are themselves also exposed to a large number of people. So it's not unexpected that infection rates amongst this group could be quite high. Uh, and so, yes, there is a potential for super spreading events, um, like with the fishery cluster or the KTV clusters. However, I think that for passengers, if you're vaccinated, if you're wearing your mask and you're washing your hands after using the bus, the risk should actually be quite low. I personally take the bus most days and I haven't changed my travel patterns at all in spite of the current cluster. Mm. Well, that's important to note. Well, Prof, yesterday, Singapore reported 90 unlinked cases, the highest recorded in a single day so far. But help us put that into perspective. How worrying is it? So as vaccination levels go up, the proportion of cases which are mild or even asymptomatic, that will also go up. So these breakthrough infections may still be infectious, although they're probably less so than unvaccinated cases. But because they're less sick, they're less likely to go to the doctor and less likely to get tested, or they're less likely to be identified for contact tracing. So we believe that as a greater proportion of cases um, are found that are unlinked, that's not a particular cause of concern. It's just a side effect of us now having 80% of the population vaccinated. So on that, uh, Professor, we've hit the 80% vaccination milestone, but given what we've talked about so far, should we hold off our next stage of reopening, even though it's contrary to our stance of living with the virus? So it's not clear to me what we would achieve if we held off on relaxing measures or even if we tightened measures again. Perhaps the cases would go back down after a while once the current clusters come under control. But then we'd be relaxing measures again in the future and then new clusters would form and the numbers would, would pop back up again unless something fundamentally changed in the meantime. Now, if you look at the numbers from MOH, yes, 80% of us are now fully vaccinated. But there's only about 3% of the population left who have had their first dose and are waiting to complete their vaccination by getting the second dose. So waiting for those 3% to get vaccinated is not going to change the situation much. It's not going to change the transmissibility of the virus. The only things that we might be waiting for now would be to start vaccinating children once we're sure it's safe to do so, or to start rolling out booster doses. So politically, the government have got to decide, is it worth the economic and the social harm to keep ourselves in this pandemic mode for some future time point when we can reduce the risk of transmission a little bit from boosters or from pediatric vaccination. And so it's not obvious to me that such a vast is merited. 
Right. Well, Professor, thank you once again for your insights. We've been speaking with Associate Professor Alex Cook from the Sorcery Hawk School of Public Health at NUS.